welcome to Seasons of Skyrim, a custom 5th edition D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore the world around them. I am your host and DM, Scott. Hi, my name is Shannon. I play Arnis Grey, or Grey the Great, to my fans. I am a half-elf bard. Hi, my name is Chris. I play Vale the Changeling Rogue, sometimes known as Kara Frostfall or Lord Carver Golddagger III. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the Human Monk. Thank you for joining us. Please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. wake of the butterfly incident, Darwin and Arnis patiently wait for Vale to recover. Seeking shelter in the nectar pond, all they can do is hope for a speedy recovery. Even though they had survived the encounter, they still didn't know why any of it happened to begin with. Knowledge may be power, but no power goes unchallenged. Are they ready for that truth? This is the morning after the butterfly incident in Old Barberry. <laughs> the shrine to Gosrim, previously thought to be to Grawlor, has burned almost entirely to ash in the outdoor fire pit. Tendrils of smoke and energy extend from its ashes, methodically testing the boundaries of the iridescent bubble containing it. Nearby, hanging from a branch of the town's actual Grawlor shrine, the surviving caterpillars have encased themselves within a single cocoon. The surviving townsfolk lie passed out cracked husks of their former monstrous selves. As you return to the wagons to leave, you find Sniffins, but Smoothio is nowhere in sight. What do you want to do? It seems it was such a chore to get Kara, uh, I'm assuming you look like Kara, mm-hmm. over to the wagons that we need to take a minute and see if we can Let me, yeah. give her some more strength. Mm, 12, 13, 14, 15, I'm good now. So you spend the first hour after walking over to the wagons, healing up Vale slash Kara. Uh, feeling much better now, the three of you. What is it you would like to do? No one in town has really woken up yet. Can we use Sniffins to help us find our friends so we, okay. we can GTFO? You can try. I guess um, think we should just leave that cocoon alone. I'm not going near those things. We go ahead. We could shoot flaming arrows at them. Um, yeah, it's about I mean, as close as I'm getting. I'm more interested in finding Samudio first. For sure. Yes. Before we do anything else. I for sure. agree with Arnis is about to feel like a real big idiot. Sniffins, <laughs> where is Samudio? You're going to like speak with animals or anything? Yeah. No! Cocks his head a little bit. I'm a bard, not a druid. Go ahead and roll animal handling. Mm-hmm. Try to talk to this dog. He knows his yeah. name. Yeah. He knows Sam's name. I got five. He gets up and he sniffs around at the three of you a little bit. Then doesn't do it. Just sits down at your feet, Arnis. Can I try? Yeah. Sure, you can try. Can we take like I don't know something of his from the cart to hold the sniffins to be like yo find the scent kind of thing? Sure, you can. Okay, that's what I'm gonna try. Sure, he's got an extra coat in there. Yeah, it gets really cold if you want to pull that out. Okay, that's what we'll do. I'll lower the DC down a little bit. Yes. yes. You put this jacket down in front of Sniffins' nose, and he spends a few seconds smelling it. Puts his nose to the ground, and starts sniffing around and walking away from the wagons. Follow that dog! 
So he walks past the buildings and the housings of, like, where they're all concentrated there in the town area, and he starts heading towards the bay. Uh-oh. As you get there, the sand is really, it's more gravelly than sand. It's like Pebble Beach. Sure, it's like pebbles. Gravel Beach. And you see a couple tiny little huts near the water. A little bit bigger than outhouse size. And he starts heading over towards one of them. We continue to follow him. He gets to one and he kind of paws at the door a little bit. Being the personal one, I guess I'll go up and knock. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for volunteering me. (laughs) No, you volunteered. I just agreed that it was a good choice. There's no answer. Uh, I'm going to knock again and say hello. Still no answer. While she's doing this, I'm going to take a walk around the building stealthy style and see if I can't see in a window or find a back door. Uh, I got a 14 on my stealth. Um, sorry, it is a hut a little bit bigger than an outhouse. Never mind. There's not a back door. It's maybe like five feet by five feet. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> you, you walked around it fairly quietly, just a little bit of a gravelly crunch under your feet. It's like, I'm going to be super sneaky. And then like two seconds later, you appear from the other side of the building. Well, I didn't do much. But... I'm going to knock one more time and say, okay, we're coming in. Okay. Fair warning. There's one of those kind of bar latches. Lift it, slide it open, drop it down. There's the door open. Sniffins rushes in and uh, give me a perception roll. Hi, Chris. Oh, oh man. Oh, today's not going to be a good day, guys. Not at all. I got a six. That also great. You open the door, Sniffins marches in, don't really get a good look at what's going on in there. You can tell that there's mostly stuff. Darvin and Kara, on the mm-hmm. other hand, you see this is... It's like a storage shed for fishing supplies. Sniffins rushes up to this bucket filled with fish and chum. Oh, God. And he just starts eating it. Oof. He's having breakfast. Oh, fucking Sniffin. I guess uh, I'll search the room and see maybe if he's in here. I mean, I doubt it, but... You take a look to the left and to the right. And there's nowhere for a person to be hiding in here. Damn dog. There's a lot of fishing stuff, though. He needs some... Fishing poles or lines or hooks or nets or... It's not like... Buckets. Buried in the chum or something? It's I'll take some lines. Like it's like a two-gallon bucket. Okay, got it. You would have to have been condensed down to a fine paste. So maybe just to the arm or something. I'm going to take some fishing line. You can have... Oh, that's a good idea. 15 feet of fishing line. Sweet. Probably not going to hold a person's weight. No, there are plenty of things you can do with it, though. Okay, so now I guess we go back to town because the dog sure wasn't any help. You don't want to keep using the dog? Why don't we ask the dog again? Oh, yeah. Now that it's had some breakfast, mm-hmm. maybe it can think a little clearer. That's true. Sure, give it another shot. Boy, you're a real help. Darvin, if you try again, you'll have advantage since you did so well okay. that first time. That's a nine. Make another attempt. Yes. We have 21. And he starts sniffing around and starts heading back towards the town. All right. We are following. Following stuff. It's good. Good job. I feel like this is a colossal waste of time. This adventure, I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, He goes into the nectar pond, and he heads towards the kitchen. All right. I'm following him. As am I. As am I. Just in case, you know. Although I'm semi-convinced that he's still looking for more breakfast, (laughs) given the direction he's heading. (laughs) We don't know how long it's been since it's eaten. Can you blame him? 
harness is not too far off. He finds a, an open barrel of water and has himself a good drink in the morning. <laughs> uh, you can all give me a perception roll while you're here. I got a 15. 18. 20. On the shelves next to the water barrel are several loaves of cheese bread. Big old loaves of bread covered in like goat cheese and just blasted with herbs. I also think it's time for breakfast. Yeah. Okay. It was very well made. It probably fresh last night. Nice. Go to town on that cheese bread. But we're already in town. But you weren't in cheese bread town until just now. <laughs> now now we we're in cheese bread town. Where it's crusty. But like the good kind of crusty. <laughs> but the jokes are cheesy. <laughs> well, some of them are a little dry. <laughs> Also in here, there's Edner. She's passed out on the ground in a caterpillar husk. Let's see if we can wake her. I know I've tended to stay away from these people. Sure, I don't want to be too mean about it, but like, I'm just gonna give her a gentle like. Let's sniff and sniff her. That's the best way to wake up. Hey there. Mm-hmm. He sniffed at her, but he's not gonna wake her up. I'll give her a little like. Hey there. She very groggily wakes up. Oh. Mm. Oh, what am I doing down here? I don't remember coming to the kitchen. What's the last thing you remember? Going to bed? Mm-hmm. I opt to not tell her. I'll let somebody else do that. Um, Edner, when was the last time you saw Samudio? She was in here just last night, talking to... What's her name? Murata. Thank you. That's helpful. Oh, if, you'll, if, um, if you'll excuse me, I really need to go check on my husband. Yep. Uh, do your thing, lady. You do your thing. You do your thing. We have down here. Oh. We have business to attend to. So. So if you're done with her. Yeah, we're done. Oh, we're off. Mm-hmm. Sniffins, let's go. More? What do you want to do? Go to Murata's house. Mm-hmm. You're at her house. I knock on the door. Did you say anything? Just knock on the door. No, just send it off first. Nothing happens. You knock on the door again and say, hello? Nothing happens. Time to kick down the door. I'm going to kick down the door. I'm going to knock one more time and say, okay, Murata, we're coming in. And I try the door. No, the door's locked. I got this. <laughs> I pull up my thieves' tools. I start trying to unlock the door. Okay. I'll try to unlock that door. That's a 13. Yeah, that'll do it. You'll be able to get this woman's door open. Clicks, and I... Push the door open. Push the door open. See a very quaint living room area. Couple of chairs, nice little table over there. Give me a perception roll as you go in. Oh, good God. I got a failed. I got a 12. Uh, there's a little bit of light coming through a window in the kitchen, and you just see jars and jars and jars and jars and jars of marmalade. But you're free to go in and do whatever you want. This is just what you see when you first come in. I'm just going to start looking around. There's a bedroom off the back wall. The door's mostly closed. Go knock on the door to the bedroom. So as to not let the door open while I knock on it, I'm going to like hold onto the handle and like knock on the door or knock on the frame. You get no response. I'm going to knock and say, Marada, hello. And someone give me a perception roll, please. Fifteen. I got a three out of four. Okay, Arnis, you hear some shuffling after you say that. 
Okay. Sounds like someone or something's moving towards the door. All right, then I'm just going to wait. The door cracks open a little bit, and you see Sam peek out like half his face. Oh, I figured he'd be here. What's what's going on? Are you guys okay? We're fine. Are, are you sure? Yeah. What's it like outside? Better. I still think maybe leaving's a good idea. Agreed. Yeah, this town is starting to bug us. Ah. You said everything's okay outside? Yeah, well, it's okay as it's gonna get, I think. There's nothing that's gonna attack you. Right now. How are the townsfolk? Uh, they seem to be living, I think. They're all passed out, though. He's, he's a little relieved at that. Uh, he opens up the door. And they're not bugs anymore. Well, except that- for the cocoons. Yeah, well, she's Okay. Uh, he opens the door. He comes. He's in his normal clothes. His shirt's a little loose. He finishes buttoning it up. Oh, Sniffins is okay too. Good, good, good. And he reaches down. He pats his dog on his head. Scratches it behind the ears. He was no help finding you, by the way. Hey, he brought us here. You? No, did we you brought take him, him for a walk? He walked around with us. Okay. Well, yeah, he needs a morning walk before he does anything. And we're on the road a lot. He's used to moving around. Oh, fine. Oh, we took him for a walk. That's why we, you know, we waited. He Our walked us all the way to get him food, and then all the way to get him water. Those are things that yeah. make sense. Sounds okay. He wipes off a little bit of reddish sticky from his face, from the marmalade. And, well, if everything's okay, let's start getting our stuff together. Sounds like a plan. Unless you still want to stick around for the festival. Nope. No. 100% of nope. Nope. I don't even care if I don't get paid by that guy. Time to go. Uh, let me check on some of the people around here. Uh, I think I asked you before, but I don't remember. Does everybody have, like, cold weather clothing? Oh, I'm going to need, yeah, like, some parka-type stuff. Like We're going to need that. Yeah. It's going to get really cold. Yeah, I do not have that. Purchase that. Or procure it. Okay. Normally, I would suggest going up to the fort to buy that kind of stuff. That's a bad idea. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't do that. All right. Uh, you might be able to find someone here selling that, but I don't know. I bet we could find someone who would spin something for us. I could go up. No, I can't. Not with him. I'd have to trek up on foot myself. It should probably be a day's total round trip. Where, to the yeah. fort? Mm-hmm. If you wanted to go by yourself... Guessing, looking so, as like, like somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would take about a day total if you wanted to do that. Where we could spend some time in the forest hunting and skinning things. Um, Killing is not the hard part. It's fashioning it into warm clothing. clothing. Yeah, I don't think any of us have those skills. Let's try and see what we can find locally before we decide that I need to go on a one-man journey to go buy clothing. Okay. You can do that. I'm going to go check up on some people. i got to find Murata, make sure she's okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to keep Sniffins with me. Good idea. Be cautious. Yeah. I got that. I saw what was happening, decided that it was best if I hid it in here. That was a good idea. It's a wise decision. Hmm. So, what do you want to do? He's going to go find townsfolk and wake him up and see if everything's all right. We need to go find someone who might have cold weather clothing we could purchase. Yeah. A shop with cold weather clothes or something? That's like a plan. Everybody's pretty much passed out. You're going to have to start waking some people up if you want answers. Start waking some people up. Where do you want to go to first? 
Did we find a merchant anywhere in this town? You didn't go to one before, but yeah, I will say that there's a merchant who has some stuff. Let's go there first, then. Yeah, the stuff um, merchant. They really are kind of, I don't want to say oddities, but just a this and that store. You find the this and that. Yeah, and there's a sign out front that says this and that. It's a lot of stuff that people tend to use in town or people passing through just need in a rush. Like if you were at a hotel, this is where you'd go to get your comb and your toothbrush and toothpaste and like eye mask or whatever to help you sleep. But this isn't a hotel, so they've got just some fishing supply, some really basic tools, and very limited adventure and gear. And possibly some clothing. And the bard handle the bargaining. The bargaining bard. Is the proprietor around? There slumped over the counter is the husk of a butterfly. And you can see a hand kind of sticking out from underneath it. Peel the... Oh, God, I'm not looking forward to this. Uh, my dagger, and I peel the guy out of the husk. Okay, it's fairly easy. It's not too tight around him, since it grew a little bit as it butterflied. Got it. So it's... Peeling off large sections, and there's cracking and crunching. But it's not so much, like, gooey or anything. And there's a dude under there. Yay! And it's gonna push the husk out of the way. Scott's in seat when he wakes up. Black hair. Before I wake him up. Yeah. (laughs) Take a look around and see if I see anything that would obviously serve our cause. Clothing? Yes. Maybe roll a perception check? Yeah, roll a perception check. Oh, that was not a good perception check. That's a four. Do you need help looking around? There's, like, a beanie. I'll look around as well. Yeah, I'm in a bargain. Too. I need to know what I'm bargaining for. Yeah, me too. I got a 21. Me too. You both notice on this side of the counter, there are some beanies and those hats with the ear flaps and stuff. Oh, yeah. But you can see behind the counter, where has got, like, actual clothes, things that might fit people. Like, a hat will fit anybody. Mm, I need a jacket. You need the right size. It doesn't want people messing with, like, touching everything, trying to find the right one. They're behind the counter. All right. Cool. Uh, let's try to wake this fool up. I'm going to sheath my dagger and step back, because this is not my forte. You wake this guy up. Oh. Mm. Oh, what am I... Oh, what am I doing at work? What's going on? Hi there. Oh, people. People. It's okay. Hey. It's okay. Sorry. What's going on? I'm sorry. You don't need to... I think to... I passed out. Uh, it's okay. You don't need to apologize. It's fine. <sighs> Okay, then I won't. Uh, oh, I need some pants. Excuse me. <laughs> turns around, walks into the back, and you see a bare-assed man walk into the back of the That's shop. what I did this morning. <laughs> he returns a few minutes later, and he's put on a one of those really thick flannel-type shirts. Still open a little bit. Yeah. Hi, folks. What's going on? Oh. Uh, we're in need of some winter clothing. Okay. Coats and hats, at the very least. Gloves, if you've got them. Yeah, all right, all right. Uh, hmm. I, I might have some. Let me see what I got. Oh, wow. He goes in the back, comes out a few minutes later. Big old bundle of... Fur, leather, clothing. Throws it down on the counter. I was only able to find one complete set. Still interested? Complete set of what? Winter clothes. You know, pants, jacket, hat, 
Something That's to put around your boots. Start, right? This is start. start. Is there a way to maybe put together more? Sets? If you've got more clothes, I, I'm. I, yeah, I've got more hats if you want. But if you're gonna be out in the cold for too much, it's not going to be super helpful. I mean, are there more coats? Uh, I've I've got a bunch in children's size. Oh. But uh don't think that's really going to help you out there. No, it's not. <laughs> if you were like a halfling type person or a gnome, like, yeah, that would fit. It's not going to But for I can't go that small. So. And he's, he's all has like one just like huge one. <laughs> like 5XL. Well, we'll take the one, I guess. Well, one is better than none. none. Do we want a couple of hats as well? Yeah, just to we get can going. tie the hats together to make it super happy. One complete set, that's four gold. Okay. What about for, like, two additional hats? You just want some hats? Throw those in for five silver. Alright. Keep your I'm paying for this, I'm keeping the complete yeah, set. Sure. <laughs> no, no, I'll, I'll chip in. What am I chipping in? Sorry. You can take turns wearing the complete set. <laughs> Oh, that's going to get awkward. That's going to get real awkward. <laughs> and cold. You said five silver? <laughs> cold. For yes. the hats? Five silver for the two extra hats. All right. Four gold total for the full set of winter clothes, which will keep you nice and dry and warm right. in wintry okay. conditions. I will spot you guys for the hats, and then you're on your own when we come about it, because apparently we're all keeping our own money. All right. Um, I got I to get some grub. Excuse me. See yourselves out. Wait, did he just kick us out? He's a shopkeeper. You don't kick out. He's hungry. He thinks you guys woke him up. There's no more stuff for us to buy, so he's not necessarily kicking us out. He's just like. We've got more money to spend. Yeah. I mean, I no. do, but there's not anything else that we need. So, no. Nope. All right. Then there's the door. <laughs> so we should have asked if there was anywhere else in town. Oh yeah. Right. Can we ask him on the way? There's there anywhere else to go? There's no. Okay. This is not a big town. I, yeah, I figured. I just... Maybe what we do is we grab Sam as soon as he's ready, and we travel, like, half a day up to the fort and pull off into the forest, and then I'll go into the fort and get us what we need. For the wagon, it's only, like, an hour or two for them to get there. So you're really wasting more time by doing all that chicanery. Okay. You can do it if you want. I'm just saying, like... How long if I, like... If you just go solo, you'll be back before bedtime. Then let's do it. I'm going. Whichever one of you needs clothes, give me the money so I can buy clothes. That would be the two clothes. of you. I already spent money for my clothes. That would be you and this guy. You don't need hats. How much was your set of clothes again? Four gold. Okay, I'll give you like five gold. Good idea. So I take his five gold. Money, yeah. <laughs> no, you're never spending money. Again. He would be like, how much did it cost? Five gold. That's fine. I'm only giving her five gold. Okay, clothes, no complaint. Um, okay. You go That's off. Fair. We're going to stay in town for a minute. Hey, do you want me to pack up your shit? What are the while two you do? Yeah. I'm gonna go start like packing up our stuff and getting ready to go. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess I'll help with that. When you head back to the nectar pond, Edna is there. She's down in the, the common area. It's good to see you all again. Uh, sorry about this morning. I really don't know what happened. It's okay. Where is everybody? Um, they're about out in a have you seen my out? husband? He wasn't up in the room. I have not seen him. Well, if you find him, tell him to come home. Okay. We will. Is this lady again? Do we know her husband? Yeah, Brooks. he's the owner of the of the inn thing. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Okay. The two of them were on the nectar pond. Got it. So you go up and collect all your stuff. 
Yes. Okay. On your way out, Edna asks, oh, leaving already. Yep. Yep. It's time right. to be moving on. Uh, well, sorry to see you go before the festival, but uh, time to settle up that bill then. Shit. Yeah, you paid for the first night. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Mm, that's uh, 40 silver. How much have you got? Silver? Five. It comes to four gold. <sighs> I, I could give four more gold. You don't have to pay for the whole thing. I could give two gold. I slept here too. You Why could like, give two? If you pitch in two and I pitch in two, then we're good. We got it covered. Yeah. Okay. Alright, anything to drink I mean, before you leave? Bleeding money, it's fine. <laughs> no, I'm good. All right, all right. Thank you. As you exit, see, there's still a bunch of townsfolk on the ground in their husks, passed right out. You can go hang out with Sam if you can find him, or you can just wait for Vale to come back. Wait, I, we can talk to the mayor and ask about getting our payment from the dead guy. I'm not asking for payment from a guy that we killed. <laughs> Kill him? Yes, we did. We did that thing. We killed that man. I am not about to demand payment from a dude that I helped kill. I refuse. Fine. If you want to try to go get paid for that, I'm not going to stop you. But if I, you however, just... after we put all the crap in the cart, want to take a look at what's happening at the fire pit thing, because that kind sure. of freaks me out. Oh, yeah. So the two of you go up to the fire pit. You can give an investigation, an arcana... Perception, a religion. These things will all have fun answers. We'll attempt Arcana. I'm gonna go religion. Hey. So you can definitely still feel a magical presence. That's what you said. You can discern it more as being Gosfrim's presence mm. within this iridescent bubble. And the tendrils have slowed down a bit at this point. Gosfrim is the monster god, right? Yes, the god of monstrosities. Aranus, zero arcana, you get the sense that this bubble around the fire pit is slowly getting weaker. Do I get a sense of what might happen if it completely breaks down? You want to spend a little bit more time around here? Yeah. Thinking about it, figuring it out? Yep. In which case, you guys don't even need to roll for this, because it's going to become apparent here real quick. From inside... You're a voice now. What have you done to my pets? To my children? <sighs> These were never your children. They were so close. They were nearly mine. But not by choice. Hmm. I don't know if the god cares. <laughs> choice is a fickle thing. Their own elder has been praying to me for two weeks for healing. I was going to make them all better. Better than they were. Their elder has been mistakenly praying to you. And he thought he was praying to Crawler. Surely you noticed. Please roll a persuasion right there. <laughs> this is not going to end well for me. I mean, I have a decent bonus, but I'm probably going to crit fail. And he's a god. Yeah. They're a god. Oh no, I got a 22. I know Grawler. We go way back. He's not going to care about one tiny little town's prayers from creatures who aren't even his. Oh, so you asked him? <laughs> it's of no concern of yours how we gods communicate. 
No, but I care about these people. My god enlightened me a little bit. He said you violated the god code. Your god, eh? Adaris? No, not Adaris. Who's the god of humans? Not that one. No, which one's yours then? <laughs> You're a god, you tell me. Don't answer to the questions of mortals. Then I suppose Gods you are. are dicks. My god's name is Coram. I did not expect him to be overly invested in your he, little... He gets his in the end. Honestly, I did not expect him to have much of an opinion in the matter, but he made it pretty clear that this is not the way gods operate. Well, if he's got a problem with it, he can tell me himself. Not gonna listen to some minor acolyte. Hey, I'm a minor monk. You're kind of a jerk, aren't you? I can deal with mortals however I want to. Well, then we should get to deal with gods however we want to. No, no, that's not the way it works. Well, that's stupid. You're at the bottom, we're at the top. You should sing him a song. why do you even bother with us? Something to do? Why not bother with each other if we're so beneath you? Roll me a persuasion. Twenty. It's so much more fun down here with the mortals. I know what I want to say, but I'm not going to do it. One doesn't really have a head in there, it's just smoke and energy. But you can see it shift one direction, then the other, before settling back in your general area. How do I want to phrase this here? Oh, I'm really worried. (laughs) Since my children are no longer here, I'm just going to have to go and visit some of them where they are. And I look forward to seeing the two of you again. It's again. Tendrils up through the top of the energy bubble and just dissipates. The energy bubble drops, and you see it go up into the air and vanish. Psst, Aramis, what did that mean? I don't know, but it wasn't good. <laughs> Can you write it down before I forget what it was? What did he say? Basically, he's going to come see you later. Like, but but he also he's said just, something about I'll be seeing, back to deal with you. But he also said something about seeing his children somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. He's just going to go hang out. That's, that's pretty much it. Like, I forget. Do you have a religious affiliation? This is in game, not out of. I don't exactly. I was raised, like, I was raised by my dad, who's human, so I was raised with the human god. But I don't really pray to anybody because, because I'm a half elf. Like, the human god isn't really going to answer my prayers, and neither is the elfy god. So, there's no point. Well, there's other gods. Here, yeah. here's the thing. We need divine intervention. I'm praying to your god. The, I'm not suggesting that you do. There's other neutral gods. Well, I shouldn't say neutral, but there's other non-race specific gods. I mean, to be honest, I do suggest my god because, yeah, I can get you good in. But the point is, and my god's pretty cool. Following my god has some pretty good side benefits, but... (laughs) Get this fancy ass paper? I I really think two of us dealing with one god would be more... Do I got some slightly psychic papers? Would be more efficient than us both playing to individual gods, but either way... You need to choose a god that will back you up. I don't know if mm-hmm. I want to. I mean, are you going to tell Kara the same thing when she gets back? No, because she scares me. I no, you picked him. me because like you think you can pressure me? Oh, man, you're lucky I'm not there because I'd still stand up for him. Because I care about you and I'm worried. <laughs> you're worried that I can't hack it by myself? That I need some big-ass whoever behind me? 
Yeah, somewhere that if you go toe-to-toe with a fucking god... I'm not going to go toe-to-toe with a god by myself. You were here, not wandering into a bar fight with one of these things all by myself. Like, yo, punch me. I'm not doing that. Just just listen for a sec. If it comes to it, my god will help us. At least he will help me. At least least he will if he decides to. Since my god is the god of death, if our time has come... He's probably not going to step in. But if he has a reason to help, he will. But do you but, have one god on our side or two? That's all I'm saying. Oh, that is two would be nice, but they sound rather fickle to me. My god has Meaning, only yeah, let my me... god will help us if, if it feels like it. But if it's our time to die, then he'll probably help us die. <laughs> so choose a god that's not the god of death. Religion's not my thing, man. You are a-religious. Apparently neither is living. Okay. I kind of am. Hey, man, I kept you alive. I also broke you out of jail. Would you rather I left you there? After you got me arrested. Uh, mm-hmm. So I we're really going to go there again, there for army, about really me getting you arrested for, for telling the truth about what happened? <sighs> Whatever. I'll be in the wagon. <laughs> I just, I'll be in the wagon. I just fuck away. <laughs> I'm not having this argument in the town square. I just go. <laughs> you step over Elder Beals and just walk over to the wagon. You can call him Beals. He's still passed out. What other gods are there that might interest her that I might know about? Like, I know I'm not going to talk her into it, but... <laughs> no. Is there a god of music? No. But if I can plot to, like, introduce her to a god without her knowing it's intentional... Let's see. There's the god of chaos, nope. uh, the god of land, the god of sky, and the god of waters. Those are the neutral gods? Those are the ones that are not race-specific, because they don't have creatures of their own. You said fire, water, land? I said land, sky, water, chaos. There's no god of fire. Okay, got it. Got it. Half-breed, so am I. I'm thinking land, since we have to traverse a lot of it. Corm technically has people, but they're the undead. Right. There's ten thundercats. Oh. It's a backburner idea. Okay. You storm off to the <laughs> mulling wagon. over how to make me religious. <laughs> because I think it'll save your life. I basically get drunk for a while. Like, I mean, religion is not something I'm gonna. It's not like I'm forcing religion on you. I just. Okay. Kara, you are on the way back up to Fort Barker. About halfway there, I'm gonna go into the forest and change form. Okay. Um, I'm gonna have my. like? Armor on underneath. Um, I'm put my dress on. And I'm going to turn into the marmalade lady. Okay, I've seen her quite a bit. Yeah, I feel like I can make that. I can sell that. Sure, you look like Murata. It's four or five hours till you get to the fort. Since you left in the morning, uh, this is just past lunchtime. Cool. The sun's up. People are out and about. There are soldiers. And I'm looking for a merchant that would have the cold weather clothes that we need. Hmm. Which one's more interesting? I'm going to send you two. The cold weather merchant has actually placed their stand more on the opposite side of the fort. So as you first enter into the city, you see the the large fort, the tower area. A lot of the merchants have their stalls and shops and stuff set up on the perimeter of that, still within the the walls, like generic city walls. Mm -hmm. As you get to the back, the walls get lower as this part is really close to the bay, and you can actually see some ships out on the dock. Mm -hmm. And out here you have things like people selling colder weather gear. You've got sailors or actual, like, naval men walking around. 
It's a little bit of a different atmosphere. The air's a little bit fresher. It's a little bit cooler out here. You can definitely smell some fish and stuff. Like, just raw fish. But not a whole lot. This isn't so much a fishing community. <laughs> That's not why they have boats. <laughs> but yes, you are able to find a stand that sells cold leather clothes. Wonderful. Uh, there's no sign hanging from it, but behind it, there's a man. He is very bald. He is very fat. Big old red cheeks. And he greets everybody with a smile. So I'll walk up and I will say good afternoon, sir. I'd like to purchase some of your wares. Welcome, welcome, pretty lady. How are you doing? How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. I'm preparing for a trip south. It's wonderful in the south. Good and cold there. Hardy folk in the south. Which is exactly why I came to you. I need some provisions for myself and for my husband. Married, are you? Recently, yes. We're going on our honeymoon. Sure, why not? Roll deception. Uh, it's an eight. He rolls a one. Perfect. That'll do. <laughs> ah, honeymoon. Good for you. Nothing wrong with marriage. I never took to it myself. Where are you off to? Uh, we're going to... Honey Hollow. You fancy the halflings, then? We hear they have delicious honey, and we're fans of honey. <laughs> oh, well, if you're going on your honeymoon, then you must want something very nice, very fancy. Let me see what I can find for you. Well, we're, we're, we're... And he pulls up a... He's got this white polar bear fur skin outfit. One of them is man-sized. The other one is like a dress. It would be enough to keep myself in the Kara form warm. Yeah, it's it's a very thick dress. It's yeah. not like a form-fitting dress. It's just a little bit of fur on the like the ankles no, 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 or whatever. No, no, this is meant to keep no, no, no. Warm. This is meant to be warm, but also look somewhat presentable. Yeah, this is very fine. Don't get much of these here, but when I do, I make sure they look wonderful. I can sell them to lovely women like yourself. Wonderful. And what would the charge for something like that be? Roll me another persuasion. That's a nine. I'll give you the honeymooner's price. How about that? Does that sound good for That's you? That's very kind of you, sir. For you, both of them, for only 20. Only 20 gold. 20 gold. Wow, that's... They're very well made. You should see the stitching. And, and and that's very true, but we we are of rather simple means. I mean, we only come from old Barn Hollow or whatever the name of the town is. I don't remember it. Barberry. Thank you. We the come same from name Barberry. as the fort. Um, <laughs> do you have anything that's a little more meager in its means? Oh, but why would you want to make yourself look so drab? Well, I just I can't afford uh, twenty, sir. My budget is about half of that. Mm. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Sit through his stuff. What else does he have? These, these here. He pulls up another set. It's not a dress this time. It's uh, these are both made from elk. Very good. Very warm. Not quite so plush. Not quite so comfortable in the middle of the night as the polar bear would be. And he kind of gives you a wink and a subtle nudge. Oh, good lord! But I can I can sell you this for for fifteen. Fifteen. Fifteen is still a little bit further okay. out of my budget. What if I, I will I throw you? in? 
I will throw in the antlers from the elk too. They are magnificent. I have I have no use for antlers, sir. And they look very nice about a fireplace. I'm sure they do, but we're we're going on on a trip. Um, it seems as if your prices are just a little too steep for me. I, I may have to go to one of your competitors. Pull that move. Roll the deception move here. N- roll a persuasion move. I was like, okay. that's not a deception. You will Neither actually go good. somewhere else. That's a four. Look, if you want crap, you go to a crap store. If you want something good, you come to me. I, I fully understand your views on your goods, but this is very expensive. Uh, uh, this is very good. This is all very good stuff. What is the Do you want to look pretty? Legitimately? Do you want to be comfortable? Or do you want to look like you crawled out of a raccoon's nest? What is the quality comparison between this and what was purchased in Old... Oh, this is way better. Okay. What you purchased in Old Barberry was like going shopping at Kmart. Compared to going to shopping at, like, like Saks. You're at Nordstrom right now. Got it. Artists' stuff will work <laughs> for... Not for her whole life. For his whole life, but yeah. it'll work. This, this will be so much more comfortable. It'll last so much longer. It does better in the rain and the snow. I can offer you... I told you my budget was ten. That's the best I can do. Look, if you're going to try to bargain without raising your price at all, you're going to have to give me... I'm going to need something else. Do you have anything for trade? I can offer... I have... um, So I kind of forge in my bag, and I pull out the chain shirt that I have from the guard guard. that I impersonated. I'm like, I I can offer this in trade. It's a... He's going to appraise it. Yeah. Hmm... Hmm. You have something like this, and worried about spending a little bit of money on some winter clothes. All right, ten in the shirt. That sounds like an acceptable deal to me. He takes the armor from you. He takes the gold. Let me let me wrap this up real quick. Okay. Please give me a perception roll while he's doing this. Um, no, it's, it's twelve. And also give me an insight too. Oh, yeah. There's a chance yeah, when I know about this. 20. As he's wrapping this up, you notice he's taking his sweet-ass time wrapping it. And he keeps looking at this armor, which is clearly from City Guard, from Karami. Mm-hmm. And it's raised a note of suspicion in his mind. Like, you can see he's seeing it, and he's just bought, like, what is this young woman doing with this soldier's armor? And so he's taking his time, just kind of pondering it over in his head. And he hands you a bundle... It's wrapped in a, not leather, but a rather nice kind of linen fabric. Then I did I nice to try to pull a quick one at all on the... Uh, oh, no, the goods are all in there. Are, hey, he makes his money. How he makes his money. He's not a thief. Miss, congratulations to you and your husband. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Um, who, might I ask? Mm. Smith Chimes. <laughs> Guards meet. Sure, why not? Guards meet. <laughs> That's even better than. That's so dreams. much better than Smith chimes. And <laughs> so much oh, worse. No. That's so worse. What the hell is oh that? Okay. First thing that came to mind. Well then, <laughs> Mister and Missus Guards meet. <laughs> I hope he is a very loving man. Uh, enjoy your enjoy your honeymoon in Honey Hollow. And I thank him, and I then move to try to blend into the crowd and leave the fort. Uh, yeah, 
You go. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> it tickled me. So, Kara, you spend the rest of the day heading back to Old Barberry. I would eventually, when I was about like an hour's walk out of uh, the fort, I would go in the forest and shift back into Kara and take the dress off and just be in my armor. Wait, whose farm were you in before? Was it a new one? Uh, I took uh, Murata's form when okay. I went into town. Gotcha. The odd woman. So she'll be back this <clears throat> evening after dinner time. Are the two of you doing anything in the meantime? Nope. I'm in the wagon. <laughs> yeah, he got mad at me. I did. So are you doing anything during this time, Darvin? Avoiding the wagon, I guess, because I want to give him his space because he's mad at me. Okay. You two are having some nice personal time. Yeah. Moments of reflection. Yeah. Sam is going about waking up townsfolk, since you guys seem to not care. Um, <laughs> it's not that I don't care, it's that... He is going and, and like, grabbing a blanket, yeah, waking people up, wrapping it around them so they can go get dressed without being seen nude in public. Everyone seems very confused and very out of it when he wakes them up, and they're all quite happy to go home and rest. Okay. So it's evening time when Kara shows back up. With a rather large bundle filled with winter clothes. And I say that I got clothes for you and for me. And I open the bundle and I hand him his clothes and I take my clothes and I stuff it in my pouch. Elk leather. Still got the fur attached to it. Got a nice hat with it. So now you got two hats. You got two hats. So I can make a super hat. <clears throat> Depending on your definition of super hat, yes. <laughs> two hats and one. And do you want to put one hat on top of another hat? Yes. You look ridiculous. <laughs> roll to see if anyone laughs at you. No, you don't look ridiculous. You, you don't have like to roll. I'll laugh. <laughs> what is really adorable is the two of you match. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Figured that was going to be kind of cute. People only wear matching clothes very intentionally around here. Especially once you get away from cities. I'm not putting them on yet. <laughs> okay. Neither, except the super hat. Your head is super warm. Do you have a lot of hair? I don't remember. I always pictured him as bald. He is, after all, a monk. Oh, yeah, that's probably true. I've clean shaven. Okay, so you're just clean shaven. Yeah. In which case, yes, two hats is an excellent <laughs> idea for you. You don't have any of that extra insulation in there. My friends will call me two hats. That's Darwin two hats. <laughs> Darwin two Perfect, then I don't have to call him that. <laughs> that's a friendship so joke. It is. Oh. I was trying to help you. Darwin already said that he cares about you. I know. And now you're being the... Now you're the jerk. Okay, it's evening time. You've all got your stuff. Sam has woken up uh, about as many people as he can, and there's a few people helping out now. What do you guys want to do? Do you want to leave tonight? I'd like to, but I mean, I'll take Sam's advice on that one. I'll defer. Honestly, the farther south we go, the less it's going to matter. You're going to be losing sunlight real quick all right. after this place. It just depends. Do you want your window of sun time? In the middle of your day, at the end of your day, at the beginning of your day. And by the time we get to Honey Hollow, you know, none. So, really, it's all night. In which case, it doesn't make difference to me. All right. So, I'm up for leaving now. Me too. And you guys pack up and leave. Sniffin's taking front. Horses following along behind him. And, uh... <laughs> it's time for a little bit more of a little bit of fast traveling type stuff, so... 
So uh, I'm going to need perception rolls from each of you. I got a 19. I got a 14. I got a 5. Leo, you're the only one who beat 15, right? Mm-hmm. In which case, you're the only one who notices. Uh, the farther south you go, uh, the more often you see eyes off the road in the middle of the night. We are very clearly being watched. If you want to do anything with that, you can. I'm going to point it out to my partners. Okay. Something is watching y'all. Still. I will, however, when I'm on watch, make sure I have my short bow knocked and ready should something mm-hmm. move. It is a little less than a week on your road south, so you've got really only a couple hours of daylight now each day. Mm-hmm. The sun now, when it comes up, it just kind of like comes up on one side and it does a very slow arc before heading right back down. It doesn't really cross overhead anymore. <laughs> and you head farther south. Mm-hmm. A couple days later, you pass... It's a main crossroad. And there's a signpost there. And to the right, it says Shipwright Fields, which takes you to the lumber yard and the shipyard. And as you go past it, the forest on the west side of the road just gets immensely thicker. Like, yeah, there were woods up by Barberry, but you could still, like, see a few hundred yards into them. Here, no. It's very densely compact. Like, you could easily get lost in there. Or lose somebody there. Sam tells you, no, oh, no, we're not going that way. First of all, it's going west, not south. Second of all, it doesn't even go all the way through. So, we're going to keep heading south. Uh, everybody give me another perception roll. Oh, it's not as good as the last one. Ooh, 22. 18. I got a five. It is very dark. Hours and hours past sunrise and before sunset. No, scratch that. Before sunrise. (laughs) It is hours after sunset and still hours to go till sunrise. Yep. Darvin Arnis, you can hear creatures out in the woods. Distinctly owl-like creatures. Crap. Uh Uh-oh. The natural fear of owls now. <laughs> As you should. Are these huge owls? Do you want to find out? No, you don't. We want to keep driving. Yeah, I guess not. Alright, where is everybody? I'm in, I'm in the back cart. I'm up with Sunrio, because I'm the one with dark vision. I will be in the middle. So, Darvin, you're in the first wagon, which is where all the fish jerky's at, all the extra cloth that he's been trying to sell, the seashells and some of the jewelry, as well as his own like personal clothes and belongings. Uh, the second wagon with Kara, you're back there with the fishing tackle, the rope, the nets, and the oil barrels. He's still mm-hmm. got about four of them. So, Arnis, you can give me a perception roll. Eight. Good, 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 good. Pay no attention to me opening this book. Uh. <laughs> I guess I'm going to be a little nice... And say, Darwin and Vale, you can roll with disadvantage since you are inside wagons. Oh, God. Roll that. This is so bad. Perception. Okay. With disadvantage, I got a nine. Hey, it's one better than I did. I got no, a seven. Sorry, an eight. <laughs> okay. Oh, guys, we all suck. That's good. So, Arnis. Yep. Since you are exposed. Yep. Does a. 20 hit your AC? Good god, are you kidding me? Of course it does. I'm a tiny little bard. As a giant owl oh, 
swoops down <laughs> and claws at your head. I immediately begin screaming. Ah! Ah! Yeah, you're not gonna have the, the surprise no more. But you will take five slashing damage. Um, swoops down and so everybody can roll initiative now. Veil. Fifteen. Arnis. Same. My bonus is three. She goes before me. And Darwin. Thirteen. Okay. Giant Owl goes first. So, Giant Owl is going to swoop back down and try to attack Sam. A giant Owl rolled a four. Flies by Sam and he ducks down, sniffing, starts barking. Sam, he'll be in initiative order too. Sure, why not? He's last. <laughs> He's going to do his very best to keep the horses calm. Fail. You're in the rear wagon. You hear screaming. I hop out the wagon and look for a target. Okay, you grab the torch off the back of the wagon, mm-hmm. and you look, and just above the front of the wagon, in front of the horses, is this giant-ass owl. Okay. Not nearly as pretty as the one you guys saw up by Karami. Can I shoot it with my crossbow? Yes. Or no, I'm sorry, my short bow. It's a 15 to hit. That's gonna hit. Seven damage. Okay. And then I want to use my bonus action to hide under the cart. <laughs> Oh, and I crit. Okay, you use your bonus action, and you tuck and roll right under that cart. Arnis, what do you do? Uh, I want to cast Fairy Fire. Sure. So the range is 60 feet, mm-hmm. and then each object in a 20-foot cube within range. And it's a saving throw? Yes. What saving throw is that? Dex. The giant owl that swooped down and attacked you rolled a 15. His buddy, who was still a little bit farther away, only rolled a 12. So you see a second owl light up in the darkness. Nice. Hey. That's helpful. All right. Well, that's so it's advantage on that one? Mm-hmm. Yes. Anything else? You can stay right there on the wagon. I'm going to move somewhere. I don't know where, though. Like, mm-hmm. I can't really, like, hide. Hiding isn't really my thing. Um, but I'm going to, like shift positions maybe like in between the wagons yeah like it is definitely harder to get to in between the wagons yeah darvin how much can i do in you know initiative order can i jump up see that there's giant owls and attack it mm-hmm. yeah you can do all that okay i'm gonna do that then do you have any ranged attacks no i have to get close enough to <laughs> okay then no you will not be able to attack this owl it is okay. in the air I'm not going to be able to attack it at all. Prep an attack no. for when it comes within range of you. If it decides to attack you. Okay. Yeah, that's what I do. I'll go hang out near where Arnis is so that I can okay. help. Sure. And Sam's going to keep the horses calm. He's fine. He knows what he's doing. He's been with these guys for a long time. Owl's turn. Yeah, they're going to swoop down on the two of you. So as soon as the first one gets within range, you can go ahead and try to punch it. Okay, I don't punch it. I hit my sword. Okay. Pull out your sword and you can try to cut this guy. Yeah. And uh, 16. But that'll hit. Six damage. Six damage. Okay, you cut into this owl. And then can I use my unarmed bonus yeah. attack? No, because it's just you a reaction. You an action. Got it. Yeah. Because it sounds the, like a reaction. That's the downside of prepping stuff. <laughs> right. Got it. Not so you're just going to get that one thing. Okay. Yeah. Not everything that happens after it. Uh, so it's going to try to attack you. Are you also in between the wagons? Yeah. Okay. I'm where RNS is. I'm going to give them disadvantage for trying to get their claws in between these two wagons. Ten. 
No. Okay. Uh, the one that's all nice and lit up from Fairy Fire is going to come down and try to do the same thing to Arnis. Please. 14. Dang it. Yeah. Six slashing damage. And they both lift okay. up about 15 feet. Someone remind me how to roll concentration. Constitution, save. constitution, constitution save. save. Okay, that's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure. And I have to, what do I have to roll? You see is 10 yeah, or half go. the damage, whichever is higher. It's no longer very fired. Okay. And then it's to Veil. So I'm going to roll out and shoot shortbow the one that I hit last time. 18? Yeah, that'll hit. 11 damage. The owl falls out of the sky, drops down with a thud. And that's I'll good. use my bonus to roll back underneath. 25. The other owl didn't even come close to noticing you did that. Well, that's good. Arnis, what would you like to do? I would like to heal myself, please. Okay. That takes me almost all the way back up to max health, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I could have been hitting you more. No, I... No, no. Whichever owl... There's only I, one left. I can see... No, you can still see it. Between the torches and your dark vision, especially. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to viciously mock it. What do you say to this owl? Yeah, take that You're owl. You're stupid and you have a stupid face. Um, wisdom save. <laughs> and owls are wise. Rolls one! He takes 1d4 of psychic damage and has disadvantage on his next attack. He takes three damage. Are you staying nestled in between the two wagons? Yes, sir. Darwin. Still out of range, right? Yeah, he flew back up out of range. All I can do is ready another attack. All right. He'll be back. Oh. Unless, can you use his light crossbow and take it from him? Is that a thing you'll do you, allow? Do you want to? Do yeah, you want to let him use your weapon? I'm okay with it. Yeah, if it's if you have it on you, I'll say he can take it from oh, you. Oh, yeah. If I had been at the front of the cart, like, I would have mm-hmm. it I would have it on me. Wait, why aren't you using it, though? Because I was magicking stuff and healing myself, and vicious mockery is fun. Right. You can roll an attack. Uh, add your dex modifier and your proficiency. I got an eight. No. That's not good. I was like, I can you fire off a bolt. And he loses one of my cards. Sorry, I think I lost a bolt. That's okay. Anything else you'd like to do, Darwin? I'm so. good. Okay. Sam continues to have no problem with the horses. They're very calm. They're holding still. It would be a shame if he lost control while one of you was under the wagon and two of you were between them. <laughs> <laughs> but he is doing his job. Good, Sam. <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> good. Hey man, we gotta use like the cover where we can. And the owl's going to swoop down and it's gonna attack one of you. Let's see which one. Sorry, Arnis. Disadvantage though, right? Because you mocked this bird. Oh, neither neither one of those would have hit. That's a six. No. It swoops down, just doesn't come down far enough. And you see talons just a couple feet above your head. Rolls back from underneath and launches another cross or short bar open. Okay. Hit the other one. Mm, it's an 11 to hit. No. With advantage. That arrow goes wide. That sucks. It is gone. Alright, then unfortunately, I will have to drop back and hide again. It's a 16. You roll back under. You you feel very safe under these wagons. Alright, Artis. I cast Vicious Mockery on him again. What do you say this time? This time, I yell at him, Who do you think you are? <laughs> <laughs> That's a six. He takes one damage. But he's keeping that disadvantage. Hey, Darvin. I'd like to fire that crossbow again. How many bolts do you have? I have 17 left. So you're fine. Fire one more. You're fine. All right. Why not? I don't use it all that often. 
16. Yeah, that'll hit. How much damage? It's a D8. Mm. Plus, plus dex. Plus dex, yeah. Eight damage. Nice. Good. Right above the spot where the leg connects to the torso. Nice. When do you want to decide how I'm getting crossbow bolts back? Because three of them I've lost, but that one I might actually be able to get back. Mm, if they've hit, we'll see. Okay. If they've missed, no, they're gone. Yeah, it's the middle I, of the yeah. night, you're not finding them. No, I know that. But they hit, so you might. Same with your short bow arrows. Any, well, any of them that hit. Yeah, okay. It's Sam's turn. Uh-oh. Uh, the owl screech is super loud after getting hit by that crossbow bolt. And the horses feel a little jumpy. And I want everybody to make a dexterity saving throw as the wagon lurches like three feet forward. Oh, I crit. Oh, shit. 16. Nine. Kara rolls out from under the wagon to avoid getting run over, which would be bad. Yeah. Darvin leaps to the side. Arnis, not so quick. And you're going to take four bludgeoning damage. You try to step out fast enough and just the corner of the rear wagon hits you. It's the owl's turn. It can now see Vale. Yes, it can. So it is going to go after Vale. <laughs> I'm disadvantage. I will remember. Thank you. Ooh. Might not matter. 19 hit. Holy crap. The other would have been a 21. Damn. <laughs> this owl... Was not happy that it kept getting shot from seemingly nowhere. It's going to scratch you up good for eight. And it flies back up another 15 feet or so, and it's your turn. No longer have advantage, which also means that I no longer get sneak attack on this attack. It's either that or get hit by a wagon. It's a 16. That'll hit. Five damage. And can I dive back under the cart from where I am? Yeah, you can try. That's a 22. You hit the owl with an arrow, and it dips down, like, ten feet, and it's having a hard time keeping itself aloft. So it's maybe only five feet off the ground right now. And Arnis, what would you like to do? Viciously mock it. Say, how dare you scare the horses, you feathery bitch? (laughs) Fourteen. Damn. Owls can't talk, so it can't retort. It just goes caw. <laughs> or hoots at you menacingly. Darvin, what would you like to do? Um, I was only about five feet off the ground now. So technically within reach of melee. Okay. I don't want to forget to take a move to switch weapons. No. You could just drop the crossbow on the ground and yeah. pull out your sword. Yeah, that's, that's what I'll do. And then... Then you charge forward at this owl. 18. Do you want to kill this owl? No reason not to kill the owl, is there? Nope. Then, yeah. Do a nice little leap and slash at this owl and open up its torso. It falls to the ground and dies. I think we got some meat. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Podcast art created by Vanessa Blockland. You can find more of her art on Facebook or at vanessablockland.com. Blockland, spelled B-L-O-K-L-A-N-D. Podcast music by Daryl Dibber Reconos. You can find more of his music at dibber.mo or at soundcloud.com slash dibbermusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrim. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. 
If you want to reach out to us personally, you can find us on Twitter at Skyren Podcast or email us at skyrenpodcast at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook where you can like and follow us or just chat with some awesome people. Thank you again for joining us. We'll see you next time.